Hello and welcome to episode number two of Just Shillin'. I am your host, Sean Hoffman, and right across from me, across the across the pond, is my good buddy, Andy Bell. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing, buddy? Good evening, Sean. I'm good, thank you. How are you keeping? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. You know, it's been a it's been an up and down week, but uh, we're here. That's awesome. Uh, it's already making the day and the week better. Just just getting to hang out and uh, chat about the stuff that we enjoy. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I know you and I covered it very quickly before we started recording, but um, yeah, this this week's been extra super tough for me. Um, we're going through quite reorg at work, um, quite the restructure. Um, having to, or potentially having to say goodbye to some very, very good friends that I've made over 15 years. And it's, it's tough. It's tough. Um, um, it's never nice. It's never pretty. Um, and for, uh, someone as, uh, sentimental as myself, I find it quite hard, but, uh, so this week has been particularly tough for me and, um, you know, why I'm so glad that, uh, we're talking tonight because it's a, it's quite the nice respite from uh, the craziness that's going on uh, in the office at the moment. That sucks to hear that, man. Um, I'm glad that we get to have a moment of escape, but yeah, man, absolutely. We make it a little bit better, but you know, our thoughts are with all the people that are affected by all that stuff. And yeah, that could, that's rough. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. And you know, these are, these are clever people, um, infinitely more clever than I am. So, um, I'm sure they'll, they'll, they'll land on their feet. Um, but, uh, it's just, it's never nice. It's never, it's never uh, a nice thing to, to, to have to go through. But anyway, we're here. Um, and I'm pumped because, um, as I said, this is, this is, this is my nice little oasis away from the, the chaos of the normal world. So, um, yeah, I, I guess, I guess we'll start off as we did last week with, um, so what have you heard? What's what's going on in the ether at the moment? What news has really, really shaped your world or rocked your world this week that we can perhaps talk about? So there's, from my side of things, there's a couple couple things that kind of really stand out from this last week. Uh, the one, for the first one is that I, um, I'm, I'm really excited about. It's not necessarily news, but it was the, the release of the, the Masters of the Air show. Um, I got to watch the first two episodes. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm and, digging it. I'm digging it. Oh, good. Good. Yeah, good. It's, uh, is it, is like, it, I don't have a, as, I don't have a lot of feedback. It's only two episodes, but it's, it's, it's but different. The, but at the moment, is it as good quality as, as, as band of brothers and the Pacific? I think if you compare it to the first two episodes of those, like if you were watching those yeah, again yeah. from the very beginning, I think we're, we're right along in that same um that same vein oh cool um, it was it was like it, i can tell it's gonna go some really cool when you see the previews and like oh this is gonna this is gonna be awesome but it's it's just setting it up it's like introducing you to some of the characters i am like i'm not gonna talk about i mean it's not really spoilers but it's like it is interesting to see that they're going with the they're really kind of focusing on like more of the leadership of mm-hmm. of of the command and the group instead of like the like the other two where it's more of like the low like the 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 infantry and kind of the like uh, sure the bottom uh but this is it's interesting to kind of see it come from like a command not a command but like a a leadership level so it'll be interesting to see how that goes but uh no i'm really i'm really enjoying it um i'm hope i'm hoping that we can i wish they would just release them all at once so i could just waste a saturday 
and, and just get through all of them. But it's kind of cool to have that, that thing to look forward to weekly. Um, so yeah, no, that's that, cool. That. I, I, and I will get around to it as well. I promise you, I will get around to it. It's just that there's so much stuff to get through at the moment. It's, oh, for sure. uh, it's one of many. Yeah. The other thing that's more newsworthy that really stood out to me was the, the new Ghostbusters frozen empire trailer. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was, I don't, I think growing up for me personally, I wasn't a huge Ghostbusters fan. I think it was more of a, a slight, like a slightly different time. Like I definitely had the toys that I, that I really remember. And like, it was, it was interesting to me, but with the new kind of reboot and the stuff that they've been doing with, I mean, I've enjoyed all of them, but I think the stuff that they did with the most recent one. And then now this one coming up, it's like, it just feels, it feels right. I, I really like the vibe they're going with. Um, I don't think that vibe works for all franchises, nor do I want it on all franchises where it's that very much of a, a, a rehash of the same thing that was before and like staying in that same vein and not really taking a lot of chances. That's kind of a, it's kind of a negative way to say it, but I think that's, I'm saying it in a positive way. It's like, I'm glad that they're kind of staying in that same vein for this go, these Ghostbusters movies. Cause I really like it. Um, I sure. don't want them to do that for other, other franchises, but no, this is this new, the new trailer I think looks really fun. Um, and I'm excited for it. I'm excited for the movie to come out. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, the original, the original releases were epic in their own right. You know, they were, they were, they were fantastic, and we didn't get the the, the continuation. It, it ended at Ghostbusters two for many, many years, and um, having it back, um, obviously, you get the nostalgia feels from the original, the original cast being there, but you also you inject the the kids into the whole thing as well, and they are such good at good actors, um, especially. Um, Egon's granddaughter I can't remember her name yeah. in the in the in the in the in the in the last one but they're a really good bunch of kids that that kind of bring a, a certain amount of enthusiasm and freshness to it but yeah it's the same old tropes it's it's ghostbusting I mean it's ghostbusting um my understanding is that this is more akin to the cartoons the story uh it's mm. it's it's I don't know if you remember the original was it the real ghostbusters the um the original cartoon back in the in, in the late eighties. Um yeah, that's, that's that's what I that's what I remember watching specifically. Yeah. Um and my understanding is that, you know, they're getting away from Zool, they're getting away from some of the um the the heavier stuff that 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 kind of happened in um in the original films and they're they're looking to kind of if the, if this thing has got legs going forward, they have to do one of two things. Obviously at some point they need to think what they're going to do with the original cast because let's face it, they can't be around forever. And if this is a franchise that will continue on into the future, and I hope it does because it really is like low risk. I mean, it's not, it's not, um, how can I put it? It's not, it's not a franchise that it's the end of the world. If they go down a particular, a particular road that some fans like and some fans don't, and will create schisms within the, within the fandom. I don't think it's that kind of franchise anyway. I think it's having a laugh, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, we say it a lot on this pod, but it's not taking itself too seriously. So, um, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. And, and the trailer looks really good. It looks really, really good. Um, so yeah, I think the, the, the villain looks like something that's either like a mixture, it's like a mixture of something from like a Zack Snyder <laughs> film and like yeah. stop motion almost. So I'm, I'm interested yeah. to see what they do with that. Uh, but I, I like what you said there, how it doesn't like take itself too seriously. Like 
I kind of think about it myself. It's like, I, I don't really care what the canon is. I think it's, yeah. it's just, it's just fun. And to your point of like, what are they going to do with the older cast? I think maybe there's an expectation on my part where I'm hoping this is the film where there's, there's more of that handoff. Um, yeah. Like I could say, like if, if I zoom, if I zoom out a little bit, I could say, you know, they probably really want to wait till the kids are old enough where they can kind of be independent um, yeah. in that world. And so like, you can't have, you can't have a bunch of 13 year old kids fighting good ghosts, like for a whole city. It's like, there's just, they don't have like the means to do so in a lot of ways. So it's like, okay. And I imagine these kids are getting a little bit older, the actors. Um, and so now for it's sure. like, okay, they're getting older. So then if they did a third one, then they're they're adults now and they're kind of running it on their own so hopefully this is more of the handoff if not i don't really care it just looks fun and as long as i go in and and i'm entertained for an hour and a half to hopefully not three hours um then that's exactly it's a win in my book it's one of those it's one of those things that you can just go in switch your brain off and eat a stack load of popcorn and soda and drink a load of soda and, and not not have to worry about what the consequences are or whether it's canon or uh, all of the kind of nonsense that perhaps um, other franchises might might get tied up in. Um, it's so a no. It, so on, it's, okay. Sorry, go on. No, no, no. I was going to say right. it, 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 it really, it really is. It really is that simple. It's it's uh, it's a it's going to be a popcorn flick, and I'm going to have a blast watching it. So I'm all in. On that same note, uh, I know we briefly discussed it the other day, like through through messaging and stuff, but I did just finish Monarch Legacy of Monsters too. And so I think that's in that same realm for me. When I first started it, I thought it was going to be more like hands-off popcorny. Like so I was I was doing stuff on my computer while I was watching it. Yeah. And I think about the second or third episode, it's like okay, I think I gotta like like focus a little bit more. Like it I needed and it wasn't just the subtitles but it's also like wait what what is happening um yeah but by the end of it i was like that okay that was really cool like it's low low risk i mean as long as you go with the right expectations like i went in thinking i'm like what are they gonna do how'd they make a an apple tv show with godzilla and you know as long as you're not expecting kaiju fights every fifth scene then i think you're gonna be yeah and you you like, like that kind of story yeah, exactly. And like you, I wasn't, I'm not necessarily a massive kaiju uh, aficionado or or indeed a fan. I, I, I do enjoy the Godzilla and the Kong films uh, for what they are. Um, there are friends that you and I have that that, that are, are hugely, hugely into it, invested in that, in that whole kind of, uh, that whole kind of uh, uh, franchise. But um, I just enjoy them for what they are. Um, but you're right. It's not one of those Monarch is smarter than I gave it credit for uh, or going into watching it in the first place. Like you, there are two things you need to be aware of. The first being is they, they, they jump around in time um, during, during each episode. And it's very, very difficult to catch up uh, and, and to understand, you know, at what point are we talking about the forties, fifties and sixties? At what point are we in the, in the noughties and, 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 you know, what's, what's going on here? And they do that a heck of a lot. And I find myself, if I hadn't, if I didn't concentrate on what was going on at any one time, I would lose my way very, very quickly and have to re- rewind. And then, secondly, obviously, an awful lot of it, there's a lot of awful lot of Easter eggs in there that go all the way back to the original Gareth 
um, Edwardsville um, uh, around G-Day and the uh, the folk that were um, around during those and subsequent films as well. And there's a heck of a lot there that all ties together. Um, and obviously, you've got the um, um, the opening. The opening scene is with um, oh come on, John John Goodman, uh, John Goodman yeah. from the from the uh, uh, from the Kong um, from Skull Island. Um, and then obviously you've got and then and then and then the guys that end up being the founders of of Monarch um, are hugely have links. Uh, quite deep links with all of the other characters that we see and the story events that happen uh in those first in those first few Godzilla films and and because I hate the idea of missing something like that and not just and and, and letting it just go by I would find myself again going back and double checking what do they mean by that and know what that that clearly was a reference to something what does it mean I enjoyed it I thought it was really clever it, you, to your point you know, I thought the production values for a TV show were amazing. I thought that you know when Godzilla did finally get out and about every now and again, I thought that it looked fantastic. Um, but there was very he was used. Oh, sorry, the kaiju were used very very sparingly, and I understand why. Uh, it was yeah. more really more about the the, the human story and um, uh, the, the 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 foundation and the the ongoing um work that monarch do um but i enjoyed it and what came away from it was a compelling story and it's funny because um i wasn't disappointed with having with not having lots and lots of monster fights and i understand that mm-hmm. the the i understand that the, the latest godzilla film um from the guys over at the scruffies there's not awful, not an awful lot of Godzilla in that movie, in, in the actual movie as well. It's more about the human story, which makes it so compelling. So yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. It was it was a good it was a good it was a good one, and I hope that we they get the green light for season two. I will like when you mentioned like the the human story. Hmm. I think that is my one, my one like big story takeaway of just. I I always like to I always like to pretend like I'm the fly on the wall when like story meetings and stuff are pitched or when somebody's writing or whatever, a lot of the stuff I'm, I've never been a part of. And just, I'm just curious how it happens. It's one of those like life mysteries thing for me. And then, so for that, the thing that really stands out about Monarch is like, in case somebody see it, I won't like super spoil it, but like there's a dynamic story point that has to deal with kind of the main characters and some family stuff of like how, how it's all connected. Like, how how they're all connected and like and it's an absolutely brutal story mm. point that Hello. halfway through the show i'm like why why was that needed and like i it, but but it just makes it it just makes it so much more it gives it so much like more weight in a, in a way that's unique it's not there for shock value it's not there for that but and it's, i think it I is think br- it is brutal though i think i know what you're talking about and it, and it it hasn't yet been explained has it no, it, I, it hasn't. Like my assumption was that it's it's never going to be explained. It's just you know, uh, mistakes happen, right? Um, kind of thing. Um, okay, but but it's but it's interesting. I mean, if they do a season two, I'm hoping they'll dive into uh, kind of the the key character in that in that um, equation. But maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Because they never they never really talked. They never really got into talking about about them 
no um, like what their motives were fully sure um you got it more near the end but i'm that's probably the most intriguing part i'm like there had because you, you talked about the writing and how it's it was so much smarter and like that's that's kind of the vibe i got i, I went in thinking i'm like this is going to be like pacific rim when i first started watching i'm like yeah, yeah i'm just yeah, gonna yeah. watch things beat the piss out of each other and it's gonna yeah, be awesome yeah, yeah. but then it's like by second third episode i'm like well wait a minute like there's actually like relationships and stuff I need to yeah. keep track of. And there's the time jumps, which for people who haven't seen it and want to watch it, you're not supposed to get it. It's not supposed to make sense. Um, and you flesh it out over time. So be patient with that and don't try to like figure it out. Cause it's, that's the point. Um, but with how intentional everything else was in that show, like, I feel like that I just keep calling it brutal because it's like, man, to just, like to have a shocking element that like that strong like there has to be a reason for it and that was not fully explained but that one just sits with me i'm like that is for it not being a key plot point that critical to some arc and whatever it's like man that's that that's bold and pretty pretty wild uh to be able to do i just it, it sticks with me a lot of like, man, that's that's the thing I really want to know. It's like, why? Why did that happen? Like, who? But yeah, that was crazy. It's a, it was a good show. I enjoyed. It. I'm not like buying Monarch merch or anything like that. I'm not that into it. But it was a fun four days of time when I binged it and was like, ah, oh, when season two comes out, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be really into that. Awesome, awesome. Any other news you picked up this week, or anything else you watched this week um, uh, that, that 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 was noteworthy in 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 the mind of, of, of Sean Hoffman. Um, I finished it right before that. Cause I've been, I think the podcast has motivated me to, to watch stuff more and like kind of stay up on it, but I did finish echo and that was really good. We can, we can, I don't, uh, I, I really enjoyed that. It was different than I expected and kind of goes back. Can we, to can we, we put about. that? Let's put a pin yeah. in that until I finish it. Cause I've, oh, okay, I've you finished it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't finished it yet, mm. but um, mm. I'm hearing really good things from a awful lot of people that were kind of, I wouldn't say burnt out from 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 um the marvel content on on uh on disney plus but they certainly didn't expect this and uh yeah i'm hearing really good things well. really good things yeah yeah it's not it's not in game so don't like and i think that's the positive part of it like i, I well we talked about anything. this didn't we we talked about this yeah. in our in our in our in our dem in our dummy or episode zero we talked about the idea of how do you sustain how do you sustain the you know the 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 excitement of of permanently ramping expectations and excitement when with the next great thing which you can't because it diminishes the original the original um avengers moment somewhat if you just keep it going to be bigger and better and and, and better every 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 time um so they they can't reset themselves and i've you know I, i'm 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 all for that. I've got time, you know, I'm not going anywhere. So, um, no, it's good. It's good. And, 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 and smart TV, um, uh, from what I'm hearing, it's, it's, it's a, it's a very considered, that's the word I was thinking of. It's a very considered production, which I think is great. And I think that's a common thread in the stuff that we've been talking about, uh, very Hmm. considered character stories and not like about a single character, but like a character development and like the, the interpersonal relationships between individuals and like really leaning on that as story notes, instead of it being I'm 
I'm going to pick on Aquaman. It's like, I'm Aquaman. Here's my powers. This is what I do. And let me go fight the evil Aquaman. It's like, it's, it's more story driven, more character development, more yeah. fleshed out. Uh, That's good yeah. stuff. Good stuff. Really good stuff. So what about you? Are there, are there anything, any other big news that you've come across this week? News. Um, yes. There's a couple of things I've, I've, uh, that have, uh, have had my ears twitching this week. Um, Obviously, there's. Um, I also uh, saw the, the the Ghostbusters trailer when that came out. Loved it. Thought, yeah, that's going to be a great f- film to go and see. Switch my brain off. Um, Top Gun Three has been announced. Um, I'm not a particularly. Um, so the original Top Gun came out when I was a teenager, and it was one of those films where that inspired a generation, myself included. Oh, I'm going to be a fighter pilot. Yeah, but you're too big uh and you and you've got bad eyesight so that's not going to happen is it but the point i'm trying <laughs> to make is that it, it, you know back in the 80s top gun when it was originally le- uh, released was an amazing um um uh recruitment recruitment movie for 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 young men like myself to to to, to aspire to be uh flying around in jet planes and uh to join the military, which uh, I, I I I soon I soon uh, um, uh, shake myself off and did and didn't go down that road. But anyway, the point being is that I've never been a massive massive fan, um, a diehard uh, Top Gun um, fan. Uh, I enjoyed the sequel, um, you know, that came out a couple of years ago. Um, it certainly saved the the box office when it came in the most dire of times during lockdown or post lockdown. Sorry. Um, and there's a third, third film coming out. I would, it would be great if there was a little bit more of a, a different kind of plot in that there's a, an objective from, a uh, a foreign superpower that's, um, uh, um, a threat to the world that has to be taken out. Um, it'll be, it'll be nice to see them, um, do something different. Um, but heck, I mean, it's, it's a Tom Cruise movie. It's going to be glamorous. It's going to be amazing. Um, the guy's absolutely insane when it comes down to doing his own stunts and making it feel as real as it as it as he as he possibly possibly can make it. So I'm I'm looking forward to that one. Um, Highlander, Highlander, the original one uh, with Christopher Lambert, is in my top ten of all of favorite films of all time in my in my mind. Um, I didn't care so much for the sequels. Uh, the second one in particular was uh, was was quite bizarre um, and quite strange to get, and took quite a lot of effort to get I had uh, to get my head round because as a viewing public, kind of completely went opposite uh, against the grain of the uh, or the themes of the original the original movie. But the original movie for me came out at the right time. Amazing banging soundtrack from Queen, um, and the subject matter at that moment in time was really, really fresh. Um, and then obviously, like I said, you got, you got Christopher Lambert, but most importantly, you've got this awesome guy in Clancy Brown playing the, the main protagonist. Uh, and he was absolutely awesome in that role. Um, it's going to have a reboot. It sounds like a reboot rather than a, um, um, uh, a follow on or a, uh, a reimagining. It looks like it's going to start from scratch all over again. And we've got Henry Cavill um, in the in the title role of of of, of Highlander. Um, if it was anyone else, I probably would be less excited because 
we are we are at a at a stage in our lives where reboots, remakes, reimaginations of of old um, classic media seem to be the norm, and um, it can work, and sometimes it doesn't work. Um, and so the idea originally of uh, a, a reboot of of Highlander wasn't particularly um, welcomed by me, shall we say. Uh, but knowing it's Henry Cavill and knowing the amount of love that he has for source material, we saw that with Witcher, yeah. um, and knowing how he will make sure he can do the best possible job he can, um, I feel good about that. And if there's a way that he can um, really bring back the the romantic and the classic um, and historic um um feels of the original of the original film um will be absolutely awesome um so i'm i'm looking for i'm looking forward to that and i'll be honest with you i perhaps wasn't until it was confirmed that that henry's involved and then lastly uh, in terms of news that i picked up this week and i think for an awful lot for, for an awful lot of you guys but also our listeners as well they won't know what I'm talking about, but there was, um, as a kid, I used to read um, an awful lot of comics. One of my favorite comic was 2000 AD. 2000 AD obviously um, uh, was the uh, the publication um, that gave birth to um, the likes of uh, Judge Dredd and other types of, of, of characters. And I love the Dredd films anyway, um, especially the one, uh, the, 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 most, the most recent one with Carl Urban. Uh, I think it's awesome and amazing, an amazing take on the original comic. Um, however, there was also another storyline called uh, Rogue Trooper. And Rogue Trooper is basically a genetically engineered infantryman. Um, think of it very much like the Spartans, if you like, in, in Halo. Um, albeit they're leaner, they're faster, they're quicker, and less more of a, a heavy um but the but the point being is that he is one of many genetic infantry uh, uh, men that were developed to uh fight a particular civil war across the galaxy um it was very clearly back in the 80s very very akin despite being in a futuristic setting it was very very much like the 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 the, the west versus the east uh it was very very um much focused on the excitement and the the fear that we had during the cold war um and i'm not going to ruin it for anyone but the point being is there is a story whereby he is on his own and he has to make his way back to a particular location for a particular reason and a particular reason um and he's got a lot of equipment with him which becomes more relevant without giving giving any spoilers his equipment is everything to him uh, and there's a reason for that um and uh it's a beautiful story it's a fantastic story um it's really really good fun and um i'm really looking forward to it turning into i believe it's a film i could be wrong um it's going to be animated I, I did a little oh, reading on it i didn't read i didn't read too deep sorry into the i forgot that stuff, part but... yeah, yeah i forgot that yeah. part but is it is it an animated film or is it an animated series I think it's a, I believe it's a film and I know. All right. Okay. Um, Cause I hope or, it's I not know, late. Actually. 
I, 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 I mean, my own. I, I mean, we, I should have done my research before before I, I opened my mouth. But the point being is that it's a really, really good story. Um, I forgot. Yes, I forgot to say that it was it's animated, which for me is fantastic because it's one of those stories that will. There's so much world building um, that they can do whatever they want through animation a lot easier than perhaps they could do um, in 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 uh, in real in real. Um, with with practical effects and, and so on and so forth so i'm really i'm really stoked for that um and i hope it does if it is a film i i i hope it it goes on and on and on because the story is very very protracted in itself um to get to his end destination and his end, end objective but it's a great it's a great it's a great great subject and i'm really i'm really really stoked about that i'd say that that's the most that's the one thing this week that really got me pumped um outside of the so- news Sorry, go on. So, so to jump in on that real quick, I mean, I did, I wasn't familiar with it ahead of time, but I, I saw your note, you saw your note about it. So I kind of dug in just to, yeah. I was like, I have no idea what that is. So I'm going to, let me dig in. And I was actually pretty taken by it too. It's like the fact that it's, uh, it is going to be a film. I just, I just looked it up. Oh, okay. Um, and they're, they're doing it. They're kind of animating it with, <laughs> with character animation using Unreal Engine 5. And so that's, they showed like a still of like, of it. And I'm like, I think it, I think it's just early. Like, I'm like, wow, that's not anything to write home about, but the story, I'm not going to, I won't spoil it either because I don't know the full story. I just know like the rough yeah, synopsis, which I won't, I won't touch on some things that you were kind of talking about, but yeah. I, one thing that has me excited is the, I mean, the, the stuff you didn't talk about, but I'm hoping that they bring in, like, it has a lot of potential to really talk about um, like the mental and emotional aspects of, that story and i'm hoping they touch on it i think that's just from what i do know about it i'm like this could be this could be really really cool really compelling a really deep and meaningful uh story and now i mean my hopes are my hopes are pretty high even though i've never read the, the comic and some and, stuff, and some of and some it of it out. may yeah you know it will it, 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 it will and it was a superb comic series and some of it may and some of the tropes in it may actually feel quite familiar to those those folk that enjoy um animation like the bad batch or clone wars for example because these genetic infantrymen um are actually um they are they are created to fight so it's very similar to 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 what we saw in in um we've seen out of lucasfilm um albeit this was you know this is this is the original this is this is this goes back to the uh late 70s and 80s so i'm look definitely looking forward to that um i think i told you uh what i'm watching I, i'm sorry i'm still i'm still um carrying on with for all mankind um i'm loving it i'm absolutely loving for all mankind it's a real it, it's really smart in that as i said it I think I said to you that the original synopsis is that what if Russia ha- uh, landed on the moon before the U.S. and they're now progressing in from the 70s to the 80s, um, and shall we say that space is becoming the next political and military um, uh, objective, um, especially the moon. And what's really smart about it is actually the subtle stuff. So you see all the, the main story, the main plot. So bases being built on the moon, um, conf, not conflict, but 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 tensions between Russia and the U.S. Um, uh, rising, um, and there's being some frustrations there. Um, but the real subtle stuff in the background is really cool because they've already changed history. 
there's things like, and it's the background stuff that I really sometimes really zone in on and that it, it's oblivious to most folk, but I'll zone in on it. For example, now they're in the eighties. Um, they, there's a scene being played out. Um, and in the background, there's something going on on the TV. There's something on the television that's, that's going on in the background. And what I found really fascinating as a, as a, as a Brit was that, um, they were uh, covering because it was the early nineties. I think it was nineteen eighty-three when Prince Charles, now King Charles of the UK, married Diana Spencer, as everyone knows, um, Princess Diana. Um, but in the background of this scene taking place, he didn't marry her, and he actually married the woman he's married to now, Camilla, which is what he always wanted anyway. If it hadn't, if it hadn't been for the um, the bureaucratic bullshit of our of our own monarchy and 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 the the rules of uh, or the supposed rules back then of who monarchs should be marrying and who they shouldn't be marrying, he would have married his current wife twenty or thirty years ago, but he didn't. Um, but in the story, it's a subtle thing in the background. He married Camilla instead of Diana, which I thought actually that's quite funny, um, or sorry, actually quite smart that. You know, he kind of, it kind of happened the way it it, it, it kind of probably should have done, uh, as like opposed a butterfly to, effect. yeah, it, it, as opposed to unfortunately the way it the way it um, ended up, which created an awful lot of heartache for that um, for that tormented and uh, that tormented family. Anyway, so that that so that I've been watching that and it's been good fun. Um, I had the weekend to myself. I don't know if, I don't know if you picked up on this in the in the messaging. Um, Lucy, love it a bit. She went off to London to go and see the girls. And she went and taking a show with them, so she stayed overnight. So I had the TV to myself for a good twenty four hours, which was brilliant. So I I, I picked up on a few things. Uh, what first one was um, I got to see um, well, a should we say a a non popcorn film, a proper film, because I wanted to I wanted to you know give myself a little bit of culture. So I ended up watching Killer of the Flower Moon, um, amazing film. I would say a must a must watch to everyone. And I would argue that you know the the the, the it, it needs to be in anyone's reading material as well in terms of the novel. I mean, it's it's a phenomenal film, heart wrenching and um, really quite sad um, that 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 um, the historical elements <laughs> to it. Yeah, there was so much lawlessness around um, when it came down to the treatment of the indigenous um indigenous uh americans uh, it was it was re- a really really good film and i implore everyone to watch it i also then thought hey i need to cheer myself up now so i need to watch some some popcorn trash so i ended up watching bird box barcelona and if you won't remember the first bird box with sandra bullock uh it was a net- netflix exclusive whereby um if you like um uh, a- a- an otherworldly or an alien species uh that nobody can see um basically um takes over your mind if you see them so hence the reason why most folk are blindfold or they blindfold themselves and they try to and and in the first film um sandra bullock and her children i think it is or uh uh, make it um to a safe haven um by uh using their cunning um and other senses as opposed to to their eyesight so i saw the sequel it's not a sequel actually it's more of a spin-off from that um, and it's in Spanish. Um, it's called uh, Bird Box Barcelona. 
And I, I quite like um, uh, subtitles films every now and again in a language that I don't want. Well, first of all, first of all, I tried it initially with dubbing. Don't do that. It's awful. It's <laughs> absolutely awful. Um, so I did watch it with subtitles and it's an okay story, but it wasn't, it, there was nothing particularly original about it. It was very much, you know, there was a start, a beginning and an end. It kind of expanded the Bird Box universe, which I'm really, really happy about. Um, but, but I wouldn't say it was, it was my favorite of the, the stuff that I watched. Um, I watched Extraction 2 with Chris Hemsworth. Um, absolutely nice. loved it. Um, it's a completely nonsensical, silly, silly, silly uh, action movie, and I loved every minute of it. It was brilliant. In particular, the first half. So in the first half, there is a particular scene, which is basically the first action scene in inverted commas, um, and it goes on for 20, 30 minutes, this, 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 this scene, this big caper that happens at the beginning. And it's all filmed, and if it's not filmed in one, it's all filmed in, in one shot. And if it's not filmed in one shot, it's damn well edited extremely well to look like it. It's a little bit like what they did in, um, um, was it 1917? Yeah. or 19... 1917, yeah. Yeah, 1917, and it was all kind of one continuous shot. A little bit like that. But goodness me, do they squeeze in the, uh, the action within that, within that consistent that consistent action action um, uh, scene. It's, it's, it's really, really good. The second half of the film is a little bit cookie cutter, I, I, but I'm okay with that because Chris Hemsworth looking beautiful on the screen uh, with lots of guns and unlimited supply of ammunition by, by the looks of it and pretty much beating the crap out of everyone. And I, I really, really enjoyed it. And then lastly was a surprise. It was getting late at night. It was about one in the morning and I thought, Oh, let's just let's just go. Let's go for the gamble. Let's do the. Um, let's have a look at something. And it's 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 a it's a it's a film uh, called Vespa, and it's about um, how can I how can I explain this? It's about um, it's a very dystopian film, and it's about um, a young lady that's looking after her very sick father. And she is a, a botanist. She's a she's she's a she's an amazingly clever uh, girl that knows all about um, plants and fungi and the rest of it. And the and she's basically living in squalor, and the surrounding villages are, are all in squalor as well. Um, and they basically are servitude to uh, because it's a dystopian environment. They're 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 they're, they're dystopian. They're they're servitude to these big citadels which is where obviously the middle and upper class live um, and they kind of work for them and trade with them. And it's a beautiful story. It's a, again, it's a slow burn, but it, I really, I found it fascinating. It's a very cheaply made film. It's, um, mm -hmm. it's, 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 it's done on a, it's done on a shoestring, but I don't know if you ever saw um, Prospect, um, the film Prospect with um, uh, Pedro Pascal. Um, yes. Yes. I did it, see that. It, it's 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 kind of that kind of budget value, if you know what I mean. But because yeah. of that, there's such a dependence on the on the acting and the character development and the story, and less the special effects and the and the wow factors. And I have to say, I really really enjoyed it. Um, I thought I, I if it, it, it's 
is it going to rock the world as a film? No, it's not. Um, is it the best film I've ever seen? Of course it's not, but it's just a nice story. It's a really, really nice story and, and, and uh, has, some, has some nice emotional beats all the way through it um, that I think someone like yourself would enjoy. It's really, it's really chilled. It's a, it's a, it's, 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 it's a good film. So that was what, what that's what I am. I, I've been watching. Um, the other thing that I did watch, and you started me off on this, unfortunately, um, or fortunately, sorry. Remember we talked last week about Disney Imagineering. Well, I've gone, I've I gone, I've, go, I've gone down a rabbit hole with uh, with with Disney Imagineering, and I'm I'm um, I'm I haven't started the actual series itself on Disney Plus, but I'm watching an awful lot of the YouTube videos um on on uh from the imagineering team and there was one video in particular around these three droids that they're building these real droids they're building for uh disney parks they're they're building for uh galaxy's edge that i found endearing and what i loved about it if i if you don't mind me sharing with the uh with our listeners um when i sent you the clip you said yeah i've already seen this and funny enough i call these guys huey dewey and louie and i was which I thought, no, 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 I thought that was fantastic. The reason why I thought it was fantastic, there's a film called Silent Running back from the 70s uh, where there are three mechanic, three, three mechanic droids. You know, you might call them astromechs, but they're, they're three mechanics that are maintaining this, this ship with a very, very last rainforest um, and, and keeping it protected uh, because the Earth's in shit. Um, and they're called Huey, Dewey, and Louie. And so for me, when you said that, I didn't respond to you, but it was exactly what I thought when I first saw these um, uh, these working these working droids that they're currently testing for Galaxy's Edge. But yeah, you 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 sent me down a rabbit hole on YouTube on this on these uh, these Imagineering guys. They're so damn clever. It's it's crazy. I don't know if you had a chance to look at the the second channel that I sent you, where it's the the research. That's that's some heady stuff in there, but it's yeah. pretty wild as well. I've I've spent way too much time mostly pretending like I know what they're talking about. Um, like I skipped the ones where they're talking over white papers, but they're like, I remember when I first started following it, it was right. I think it was right after like frozen came out. Um, Cause they had a whole demonstration video on how they worked out the snow physics in yeah. frozen. Like, Oh, it's a, you have a snowball. Like how should snow collapse and like behave? And like, it was, I don't know. I don't begin to understand it, but it's just interesting. They're like, no, that's not right. And I'm like, they look, they look the same to me. They're like, no, it's got a, it's got a clump and, and do these other things. I'm like, no, I'm, I need to watch this. This is interesting stuff that uh, is just wild, wild to me that there's people out there solving these problems of like that snow, it's not real enough. And we, I think we take it for granted after a while. And it really kind of made me appreciate uh, the advancements and and stuff like uh, yeah. computer animation and and all that, but yeah, it's wild. Yeah, no, I loved it. I'm I'm loving all of that stuff. You've 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 got me hooked, brother. You really have, which is good. You were uh, you were mentioning a minute ago of like how Vesper's kind of like a, I don't think I don't think it was relaxing, but you kind of said something in that like calm in that in that in that way. I do that. It reminded me of something else that I watched recently. Um, but it's usually like right before I go to bed, like we will usually watch something relaxing for a long time, like something that's kind of like you can shut your brain off and just kind of enjoy. Um, for a long time, that was like going through Bluey and things like that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. The one we watched, the one we watched recently was uh, on Netflix that Pokemon Concierge show. 
on both oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pattern. I haven't we, seen it though. I have We we watched that and like I mean I was I was at a pretty critical point in my life when I was introduced to Pokemon Blue and Red. Yeah. Um, I shouldn't I should not have passed the sixth grade because I played that game so much, which was it's a it's a crazy story because my school was actually hit by a tornado the oh, wow. fall of previous years. So I had to spend my sixth grade year in trailer like these trailer classrooms. So we used to just like sit in the closet under all the coats and play Pokemon. And so it's like a weird contextual thing. But so like I know Pokemon's like meaningful to me, but but then I, we watch this show and it's just it is what it looks like. It's just kind of this like cutesy like almost like wes anderson style pokemon show like dumb, right kind of stop animation and stuff but i kind of walked away like i recommend it but it's not like hey put it to the top of your list um because i don't know who it's for i don't know who like the target audience is because there was times yeah. when i was watching him like like i get like i'm enjoying this but like it doesn't feel like it's for adults but it also doesn't feel like it's for kids it just feels like it's like we just we made a thing and we thought it was kind of cool. Um, and so here it is. But it's it's definitely interesting. And, and I, I'm curious to know if anybody else has that kind of takeaway of like it wasn't. Like it was very it's very surface level. Um, yeah. And cutesy and whatever. But it's like, man, they it had to have cost a lot of money to make. And that's just kind of where I'm stuck with of like, why did they make that? Who did they make this for? Like. Was that just like, hey, let's make a like a stop motion looking Pokemon show? And so I I stayed with that a lot, but it was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, it wasn't life changing, but it was it was it was nice to watch an episode or two before going to bed and kind of shut shutting the switches off. So yeah, yeah, yeah. there was that. Yeah, but that but that's but that's sometimes what you need. The last thing you yeah. need when you when you, I mean, for me anyway. But you know, when 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 I've got to use my brain during the week enough as it is. Sometimes I just want something that's relatively that gives me more of a brain massage rather than a, a brain workout. So, so uh, I'm 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 fine with that. And quite often I'll stick on old stuff. One of the things I'm rewatching at the moment is um, the old Battlestar Galactica, not the old Battlestar Galactica. Sorry, the reboot, the reboot from um, um, from the from the noughties. Um, not the noughties. The They're not yeah, as the, old. Battlestar. Yeah, they're not as old. The, the, yeah, the the the, the, re, the reboot, you know, with um, uh, uh those guys. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm rewatching that, and it's not because I I I want. It's because it it, it it's I wouldn't call it calming, but it's it's it, it's it's reassuringly familiar. I know what's coming up. I know what's. I I love I love the. Again, it's one of those cheap and cheerful guerrilla tactics of, uh, of 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 filmmaking that they use on the hand with the handy cam. Everything's a handy cam, even in outer space. Um, I, I I love it, and I can stick it on the background. And I can read at the same time, or I can fall asleep and and not worry about what I've missed. I don't have to use my brain. And sometimes there's something quite cathartic about about having content like that that you haven't got to overthink um and just just relax and let it and, and and go with the flow um so yeah i'm 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 with you buddy i really am with you right we've got to be careful on time here my friend because um we need to move on to the next the next discussion or this week's discussion should we say which yes. uh, i think you and i agreed that we'd talk a little bit about collecting because it was something we mentioned in our 
our original draft or our original dummy run, episode zero, and we said we'd come back to it. So I've got three yeah. questions for you. The first is, when did you start? What are the origins of your collecting? When did you start? And what did you start with? I think that is a, a very good place to start. And I'm sure, yeah. just to kind of touch on, I'm sure collecting is going to be a recurring topic, but I, I, this is a good a good segue and good entry into it. Um, for me, uh, collecting, I mean, collecting started when I was, was a, a, I think for all of us, probably like a little kid. Um, and specifically with Star Wars, uh, Star Wars toys and things like that. Like I had, I, I really enjoyed Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but I wouldn't say I collected them until later in life when it would be kind of became like a more of the, the look back on your childhood stuff. But when, with collecting, it really kind of became, uh, it was really mostly Star Wars specifically. Um, there was a, a line of old Star Wars toys. I'm not old, um, not as old Star Wars toys. Uh, the Star Wars action fleet vehicles that, was probably the first time that I felt like that need to collect something. Like there were other toy lines that I had where it's like, yeah, I like these and I'd like more, but the star Wars action fleet vehicles, which were like, they're kind of galoob micro machines, like little vehicles that were size of maybe a grapefruit or whatever. And it was that, that ignited my passion for one star Wars vehicles and like in the detail and the, the, the things like that but they just kind of released them and they were hard to come by. And that, that, I think that was what ignited it. Um, and I, and I kind of sat on that for many, many, many years until I became an adult and had my own money and whatever. Um, and with like the advent of like eBay and things like that, I think that was kind of the first real trigger of like, Hey, I wonder if they have any of those old toys that like, I still think (laughs) about to this day. And I was like, like there was those, there's like one specifically. I'm like, I had to make it. It's one of those ones where it's like, okay, you get one thing for your birthday or whatever it was. And you got to pick between two and you pick, you pick the one you make a pick, but that one you didn't pick lives with you forever. You're like, yeah, what if, how would my life be different if I would have picked that other one? Maybe like you never know it would have been better or worse, but that's all I think about all the time. And so that's what triggered it. I'm like, I'm going to get on eBay. Like did I, I wonder if anybody's got one of those. And then it just went down the rabbit hole and it's all yeah, yeah. history from then. And that, what's funny is, is that collecting of, cause I, I picked up more of those, obviously um, that actually led me to, cause they, they discontinued that line. And then I want, I, I wanted them. I, like I, it, it helped me realize that I actually just love the ships. And so I was like, man, I really wish they'd bring action fleet back, which is funny because now they have micro galaxy squadrons, which is like a revamp of it. And awesome, they're crushing it. But it actually led me into say, scale they're, modeling. They're, they're really good, aren't they? Really, yeah, like, they're like, awesome, exceptional. Yeah, yeah, they're they're irritatingly hard to get. Like they create it, they lean into that marketing of like, oh, here's all the normal ones, but then here's this one that we're like only making a handful of. So here, here you go, scalpers, sell it online for a, like a thousand dollars a pop. And I just, I don't like that. I would just, just let me, just let me have them. Like, yeah, I don't like the false sense of like the false scarcity um, stuff. Well, it's but. an interesting, it's, it's, it's an interesting scale as well, because I don't know if you saw this week again, I should have probably picked it up in news in the news part, but there are those three, I, I sent it to you guys a few days ago in the, in the discord. There's those three new Lego um, sets that are coming out. Is, is it the MIDI, the MIDI sets? 
which I think, which, which, and I, I thought of you first because I thought, goodness me, that looks pretty much identical, the um, almost identical scale to the mm-hmm. mission fleet stuff that 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 that, that you get fired up about. Um, so I think that I wouldn't be surprised if Lego have, has taken a, a look at that that scale and and certainly the popularity of of that particular run, thinking oh, I could do something here because of course they've done all the big yeah. stuff. They've done, they've yeah, done all the big can't, stuff. Everything can't be UCS. Yeah, you can't do exactly. UCS scale for everything. Like we've yeah. only got so much shelving space and coffee tables and wherever people are storing these. So I do think that those releases were interesting ships to pick for that. Yeah. Like the, yeah. It's just, it's very interesting, but the, the collecting stuff eventually led me into like tabletop gaming because I had that star Wars X-wing miniatures game. I'm like, Oh, cool. More ships. And then that's, it's like, you could, you could see the progression. And there's like, after playing a couple tournaments of that, I'm like, Hey, you know what I don't like? I don't like standing over this table for three hours. I actually just like the ships and I like to paint them. And then it's like, you know what I could do? I could, then I discovered Bandai scale models yeah. for Star Wars, which are the level of detail and stuff that I craved. And then also like as being somebody who sits at a computer all day to be able to kind of step away and force myself to spend time and do stuff with my hands, which I, like, I really, really enjoyed. And like, I won't say I'm a, I'm a, I'm not a gifted painter. It's never been something, but to force myself to work at it, like, and now like I could go to the store and buy a bunch of, a bunch of toys, or I could buy a bunch of modeling crap and work really, really hard on something that's really, really special and important to me. It kind of slows down the collecting in some ways, as I say this with all this crap behind me on the feed, on the video <laughs> feed, but it's like, I don't have any more room, so I need to slow it down yeah, and, and do something that's more meaningful. Cause I can't afford hot, like hot, a million hot toys or things like that. So how do I make higher quality items specifically with ships? Um, which is getting crazy with 3D printing now. Uh, it's getting really wild. There's some sellers out there who are selling some very nice, very highly detailed models that I have to like block on my my router so I don't go to them or get their news because it's very tempting to get like, oh, it's a one sixth scale. Yeah, like, there's a that, there's a guy that I follow uh, and I follow. He's actually part of our of our community our community, but very much on the on the periphery. Um, really good guy called James and he's, um, he's, uh, um, a very, very clever maker. Um, and, uh, he like, like, like many, like many folk, um, scratch build and, and, um, um, uh, kit bashed an awful lot of creative stuff. And he discovered the 3d printer and it's changed his life. It's absolutely it's a, it's changed his changer. life. Yeah. 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 It's uh, it's interesting. I mean, I I I don't have the the skill or the 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 um the, the kind of disposable cash at the moment to go down that line. But uh, I'm I I am in awe, and I do respect folk like yourself that um that 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 go down that rabbit hole. Um, I just wish I was better at the modeling part of it. Like it's there's a there's a fortune to be made by somebody if they are good at three D modeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To to do that kind of stuff. I mean, you got to be good about like keeping your stuff like to yourself, like not like letting it get resold on Etsy and stuff. But there's a market for that of people who are hungry and have that disposable income and don't have the modeling skills themselves to 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 print and and do these high quality 
figures, et cetera, et cetera. And then, yeah. Uh, and do things like that. But that's, that's pretty much the core. I mean, obviously now I have a, a room full of stuff and now that I'm older and when I do have disposable income and it's whatever, I, I like to dabble in some of the, the, the stuff that I remember as a kid and get kind of recollect some of those items. Mm. I mean, Star, Star Wars is the big one. Um, but I still, I still dip in, um, turtles a lot. Um, if I see something, there's just a lot of, but there's a lot of crap out there. So it's hard. I think it's, I don't have the patience or like the drive to really like go for it. Like look for the deal. It's like, if something yeah. kind of plops in my lap, I'll, I'll, I'll go after it. Um, I and I also like the retro, like re the redos. So like, I don't know if you can see this Voltron over here behind me. He that's not old, but I remember playing with my brother's old, like metal 900 pound metal Voltron toys. And it's like, yeah, it lives, it lives better in your head than what it does in real life. Cause you'll see it. And it's like, that's not as cool as I remember, but you know, what is cool when they remake new ones like this that are a million times better. And so yeah. I kind of get stuck in that loop again. It's yeah. That's, that, that, my- that's, in, that's interesting actually. Cause I was thinking about it. I was thinking about this the other day in the, um, you know, the, 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 the original Kenner figures or in, in over the UK was manufactured, same stuff, but it was manufactured by a company called Palatoy. Um, and, um, the, um, the quality of some of it was absolute bobbins. It was rubbish. And you can compare, compare to what, what we could get as kids to, uh, black series, for example. I mean, some of the latest black series with pinless tech and, um, you know, the, 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 the laser printing or the laser scan, um, faces and everything. It's, it's a different world. It's, It's phenomenal, but it doesn't actually it's not necessarily better. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's, um, it's really strange. Okay. So I've got one last question for you. And, um, and then we can kind of spin it if needs be, but if money was no object, so we know your origins, which is very much about collecting toys as a child, you then moved into more, um, hands-on and, 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 um, your collecting is very much moved into build really earning, uh, your collection because you're building it from scratch. And then lastly, if money was no object, is there anything out there that you've seen, including, you know, real, real props that you can get in an auction, but is there anything else you've seen at the moment that if money was no object, that that would look amazing above your fireplace in Lake Tahoe or, or wherever in your, in your office. There's, so I kind of have a two, a two pronged answer to that. Of like, since, especially since money's no object, the the easy one is I think I think there is like an innate desire in me to have some kind of real screen used prop. Like every time I go to celebration, I go to like the the prop store. Like there's always the auction booth that are like yeah. Two in two months, we're we're about to sell this like decaying Yoda mask or whatever, like a a screen used lightsaber hilt or whatever. Like I don't need it to be like a hero level screen use thing. But I think there is a desire to have something like tangible from, from one of the franchises that I love. Um, Star Wars would be the best. I don't, I, I don't have a specific item in all honesty. I think it depends. Like I made a mistake of buying something from one of those auction sites a while, a, a years ago. And now they send me like the, 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 the huge booklets. They're like, 
yeah, you bought one thing. Here you go. And so I'll look through them every once in a while and be mm-hmm. like, wow, that's cool. That's cool. But I don't, but I don't really have anything like that. I'd love to do something like that. And I think on the other end of the spectrum is I would love to build or like the ultimate model, um, like just the most ridiculous scale. But I think the money, no object part is because one, they're usually very, very expensive. Um, and especially at that scale, but it's the, the money, no object comes into play with, I want the space and the tools to do it properly. And like, the time. I want, like, and the, oh, and the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, the, I, I, mean at the, I mean, at the end of the day, the money, no object piece is also making sure that you're comfortable enough that you can live while you're building this, this stuff, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's having an income. I want that Adam Savage level workspace <gasps> and just tools to be like, I'm going to build uh, a, a two foot tall tie bomber and have the proper tools to do it yeah. and, and not, not have to skimp or do whatever and just really make it perfect. Like that Holy grail of whatever, whatever that is, that would be the ultimate for me is just some, some ship model that is, uh, basically like the ones when they, when the Mandalorian first came out and they're like, we built the Manda, we built the, the, uh, the Mandalorian ship. I'm, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on it right now. Um, and it's, and we do it, we put it on the rig and all this stuff. It's like, yeah, I, I want to build that. I want to do it just like they're doing it. Um, and not have it be something that's already pre-done, like especially scratch build. Oh yeah. Just the time and the money to, to really do it right. Uh, at the level and scale that they did back in the day. Um, but yeah, those are, that's the dream. That's the dream right there. Yeah. You just have to say to Madison, I'm going to be gone for a couple of months. Make sure the cats are fed. Look after yourself. Shut the door. Emerge two months later. Look at this. Two foot, two foot screen accurate tie bomber. Fantastic. You make that, you make that sound so easy. Like, <laughs> it's like, just do it. Just say, just say that. It's like, Okay. <laughs> Okay, no, okay. I need you. I'm, I need um, you to keep coach, coach me through it. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit more. Uh, my, my aspirations, if money was no object, is a little less, less, a little bit more lazy than yourself. Um, but I'll, I'll talk about that. Much like yourself, um, my collecting was very much um, as a kid um, based on on Star Wars. Star Wars was the first thing I actually started collecting. So, uh, in terms of using my own money, so I, as, as a, as a kid, my mum and dad, um, I wouldn't say put me out to work, but they, but they they kind of encouraged us as kids to, to get jobs. So I had a paper round. Um, I had a few jobs around the, the village that I grew up in. Um, and as a result of that, I would treat myself every couple of weeks with a new figure. And I would say that the, 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 um, the original pilot, sorry, the original cat Kenner run or palatoy run, uh, really was the, the first thing that I collected with earnest that I'd pay for myself, uh, in many, many ways. And over year, you know, Christmas, birthdays, I'd be lucky that my mum and dad would work their butts off and uh, would be able to afford um, to get me a few of the vehicles, um, which unfortunately are probably in landfill these days, but it's it's one of those things. Um, and then, um, and there wasn't, I, I can't remember a time where there was something else that I collected as much of in earnest, in, 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 in earnest, because, um, before star Wars, um, like most kids, my mum and dad, we're talking about the seventies, different time. My mum and dad, you know, did what stereotypical 1970s parents did. And they bought me 
what we call an action man in the UK, which you guys would call a GI Joe, twelve inch, the twelve inch um, yeah. uh, figure, uh, you know, based on the British Army, and it was uh, a rough and tough type of um, uh, action figure in those days um, that 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 parents bought for their kids because that's what young boys like, isn't it? Um, but I, I wouldn't say it was a collection because it was one of those things that was. I remember that young having, but not really following up on myself in any in any way at all. So, really, for, as I said, for me, Star Wars was the um, the one thing that I really did collect, and I tried to collect them all, um, uh, stealing another brand's sorry slogan, um, and um, and then that progressed into. I would say um, certainly in my late teens and early 20s, I got heavily involved in um, collecting games, collecting video games. So um, it was the start of, if you like, uh, the the console generations. You could see the next generation. I was really into collecting, especially it was easier than those days because it was either on CD or um, or on, um, on, on, on a cartridge. And I collected an awful lot of them, um, going back over the years for, for a long, 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 long time until it got to a point in the end where it's like, well, this is just taking up space. I'm actually doing anything with that, uh, with this, with this stuff. There's an awful lot. Don't get me wrong. There's an awful lot of, 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 of friends within this, within this community that I know, you know, have all of their rigs out. They, you know, they've, they've still got their stuff. And they're still playing those retro games. I was just collecting it for the sake of collecting it. And it was mm. sitting on shelves. So I thought, well, that's not particularly healthy anymore. And because of the time, um, I, because of the time and the, should we say, the drought in Star Wars at the time, that really dropped off quite significantly. And then in recent years, as um, um, you know, bef- just before the acquisition and things like Black Series and, and, uh, well, I've been. I think I said on, the, on our first app that I've been married now to Lucy for thirty years. She's always bought me the occasional Darth thing, shall we say, um, uh, the the Chewbacca mask, the, um, the, um, the 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 plushies that I've got over here, all of the occasional piece of of junk or furniture in 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 my in my den, um, because she knows what I like, and but I. I, I wouldn't consider that collecting. And then um, when the Black Series came out, I thought this is something else. And it was, it blew my brain because you had the original, should we say, rather um, basic at best, um, 3.75-inch figures when I was a kid. And then 10 years later, they obviously had the extremely muscular Power of the Force uh, figures that came out, which are... In my mind, legendary. I know that I know there. I know that you, I bought a load recently. For example, when I went on a toy hunt with a couple of the scruffy guys, I bought a load. Uh, some of them recently, um, and they're they're worthless. I mean, you can but you can pretty much buy them for a pound a pound a go at the moment if they're out of box. And it's but they're, but they're hysterically disproportionate um, as figures. Um, and I think they're fantastic because for there's all so the, much, there's, 
There's so much plastic in them that we're going to use in the fuel our cars in 20 years. Oh, it's it's hilarious. Honestly, they're, they're they're so so hilarious. I mean, that original, well, not original, but the but the power of the force one, uh, Luke Skywalker is. It just makes me laugh how muscular the guy is. It's it's hilarious. Anyway, um, so um, Black Series came out, and I I got the bug. I I got the bug pretty much straight away. They were you know they were reasonably articulate. Um, they were painted extremely well. They were at that time the pre the the the, the premiere uh, or the premium um, uh, 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 action figure experience for Star Wars. They looked great. That they were proportionate, um, and um, I, I I went down that rabbit hole. But I think I said to you a couple of weeks back that um, I really did have to pull myself back from that. When a I kind of lost interest in the um, in the mindset, or oh, I, I lost the mindset. Sorry, not lost interest, but lost the mindset. I had to get them all because they were they really were come. They were really had started ramping production. And uh, uh, introducing more and more a year, um, and then secondly, the um, the bizarre um, distribution policy or process that Hasbro has been following for the last couple of years kind of turned me off a little bit. In that, I kind of what the product when the entertainment was 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 fresh in my brain and out and out there, and so therefore I've I've I I have um, given away an awful lot of my collection. And I, what I have left is is really what I do collect, which is, uh, as I said, you know, Chewie's my Chewie's my guy. So I've got all the anything to do with the Wookies, um, mm-hmm. and um, um, I won't go into too much uh, of an explanation because I did it uh, a few weeks back on the on the on the scruffy looking podcasters, but um, uh, the occasional piece of of Lego. I mean, I've got, I've managed to get my hands. I'm very lucky in that I've got the UCS Millennium Falcon, which was bought um, during lockdown, and it's something that I built with my daughters as well. So we were all stuck inside. Um, they came away from, they came home um, because they uh, uh, they were also in lockdown where where they were working. So they came home, and uh, for two weeks or so, we built we built that thing behind me. Um, so it means an awful lot to me. I mean, in any other world, I wouldn't have been able to afford it, but the family holiday had been, uh, had obviously been canceled that year. So I thought, I'm going to get a bit of Lego. Um, so, and that's, and that's it. Um, if money was no object, money was no object. There are three things. And these are three things that I've thought about a lot, which is the reason why I wanted to ask you that question. There is a company in the States called Regal Robot. And they make the most amazing screen accurate um, um, collectibles. They're extortionately expensive because they are so damn good. Um, and the first thing I would want, if money was no object, I would love a Tauntaun head. So they do a Tauntaun nice. head, almost like it's mounted on a shield that you could put on the on the wall, a little bit like in Jabba's Palace. But I'd have that above my fire, my open fire at home, a tauntaun head. Other people might have moose heads or or I don't know, bear stuffed bears or whatever. I'd have a I'd have a, a, a tauntaun head. And the two other things I would love, um, sorry, the, the next thing I would love is a uh, there's a um, a company called 
forget it. I can't, I can't remember the name. I think it's called Dejaric Creations. I could be completely wrong. Anyway, the point being is they have manufactured a life-size gaming table from the, from the Falcon. So the Holochest table. I would nice. love that That's as awesome. well. And then the last thing I want, which is the number one uh, thing I would like, is a true to scale, accurate, fully working with flashing lights, um, hand and carbonite to mount on the wall. They're the three things that I would want. Um, if my, if a money was no object, and I had perhaps another house to put it in, that didn't offend my wife in any way whatsoever, it would be. The Tauntaun head, or the the, the, the stuffed Tauntaun head, it would be the um, the the hollow chest table, and it would be a um, a, a true to life replica of Han and Carbonite. I would like to add add something to my list based on what you've said because it's reminded me. So, not to go into story time, but Madison and I met when we worked at Disney World and we worked at Country Bear Jamboree, among other things. <laughs> And inside of that ride or show, there are three animatronic heads mounted on the wall. One is a buffalo, one is a moose, and one is a like a deer or an elk. And I want those three animatronic heads mounted on my wall. And then maybe once awesome. every couple of days or hours, I want them to like come alive, move around, like look their eye, look around because they're mounted like they're trophy. Like their trophy heads, like that Tauntaun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, the, but they'll blink and they talk in the show. But I don't want them to talk. I just want them to like blink and like look around and then just stop and then don't move for like three days. I like. There we go. Shoot, I shoot like for the moon. Lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, 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 that's, that's the point of that part of the question. Um, you know, it's uh, it, it, it would be awesome. It would be absolutely awesome. Okay, so listen, we've that, that's one of the many, many subjects that you and I have have got on our list that we're going to cover over the both this week and the coming weeks. So I think we did a pretty good job there, my friend. Um, I think so too. One one thing I want to I want to I want to set in stone now, so we can talk about it sometime in the future. Is we did we did get a nice shout out on uh, from one of from our friends over at the Sith List, and they happened yes. to mention something about you know. There could potentially be some, you know, negative thoughts around Taylor Swift maybe being cast in Star Wars. And I think there's a <laughs> lot of positives to that, but I won't go into them this week. I'll let people stew on it. And uh and I but I'd love I'd love to, you know, throw that throw that in there for next week. Cause I think there's a lot of positives that could come from that. That's just my that's just my thoughts so. though. Yeah, I mean I mean, I'm sure between here and next week we can think of um some exciting roles that she could play in uh in Star Wars. But um on a serious note, thank you so much, guys, for shouting out, shouting, giving us a shout out. It really is, um, it really is appreciated, and we love you a great deal. Second. Okay, my friend. So that's another week done. This is this is number two, officially our third, but well, sorry, officially our second, but really our third. So we're we're still we're still doing it. We're still moving and shaking. Um, I look forward to speaking to you next week, my friend. Yeah, same as well. Uh, if if people want to find find us anywhere, just go to our website at justshillin.com. Uh, you have links to all of the podcasts all over the place that, that they, they're they hosted now. And uh, yeah, you can find links to everything there. <laughs> Excellent. Take then. care, folks.
Stay safe, stay happy. Bye.